want to follow along? And uh, I want to I want to talk to you about enlarging your works. Enlarging your works. You guys ready to work? Part of my part of my ministry, part of my responsibility as a pastor is to equip you for the works of ministry. And uh, one of the greatest privileges that we have as a as a believer is to the, do the works of Christ here on this earth. Uh, I don't know about you, but every time I think about what I'm doing here, and does it matter if I'm painting or cleaning toilets, uh, whatever it takes to, to reach people for Christ, it's a privilege and it's an honor. And, uh, and so t- tonight, I want to talk about enlarging your works. You know we can grow, right? We can grow in any area of our lives, and we and tonight. So what I want to do is I want to I want to I want to do that. I want to help us grow this evening. Uh, I think as I was thinking about this, I was, I thought a couple of things. I thought back of our twenty one days of prayer, and I thought about a a scripture that I used during one of our prayer services, mer- uh, worship and prayer services. And so I want to share it with you, but I'll get to, to that one in a minute. I want to show you uh, John chapter 14, first of all, verse 12. It starts here, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me. How many believers in the house? So if we're a believer, then he's talking to us, right? Does that not identify us as believers? He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And so as a believer, we ought to be engaged in what Jesus did here on this earth. How awesome is that? You know, uh, Pastor Bobby just shared about uh, receiving uh, communion and that the bread is a symbol of the body of Christ. Christ, the blood is, uh, or the juice is a symbol of the blood of Christ, and and that is a that is a a symbol of of, of the body of Christ. Uh, many people don't realize that we're the body of Christ. Also, we're the spiritual body of Christ here on this earth, fulfilling the works of Christ. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. That God wants to use us in the capacity that He used Christ here on this earth or the capacity that Christ operated here on this earth. So it says here, it says, The works that I do, you will do also, and greater works than these, he will do, those that are believers, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And so it also brings glory to God. I One of the things that I pray every day and I pray a number of things, but I, I pray that I would live a life that's bringing glory to God. I, I want to honor God with my life and everything that I do. Tonight, I want to honor God. I prepared with the purpose of, of honoring Him. I want to I make sure that what I share is not empty words, that it's going to be life-giving, life-changing. That when everyone walks out of here, uh, you've encountered God through me. That I didn't come half-baked, I didn't come just, uh, you know, just uh, uh, trying to fly by the seat of my pants. I came prepared, because I, I want you to receive everything that Christ, I believe Christ was prepared. 
That he was prepared all the time. He got up early in the morning and he was prepared. He was prepared for, for the day. And I, I'm prepared for this evening. And I, I believe that God wants to speak to us tonight. I believe there's some things that he wants to speak to us. Uh, and so what we want to do is we want to open our hearts to God for what more he wants to do in our lives. I, I think every one of us would in, uh, agree with this, that God wants to do exceedingly above, and, above, uh, exceedingly above and beyond what we could ever think or imagine, right? So there's more that he wants to do. There's, we, we have the capacity uh, for greatness already, but there's, there's more that we can do and more that he wants to do in us and through us. And, uh, and so I thought about this scripture, this scripture came to mind, and it, I used it in our 21 days of prayer, and I'm going to give it to you in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. It says, Dear, dear children, uh, Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. It sounds like the abundant life to me. It says, uh, we didn't fence you in. We didn't fence you in. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't I. I haven't fenced you in. God hasn't fenced you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. And so God wants our lives to increase. And so what I want to do tonight is I'm going to take, and, and, and you might think, how, how are you going to get this, what I'm going to speak tonight out of, out of this scripture? But I, I, think, I think the way that I come at, uh, uh, in the direction that I feel in my heart to give it, I think once you, once you hear it, you'll walk away and say, okay, I'm doing these things and I need to make some changes. Let me, let me say something. Church ought to be a place where we're being challenged. Church ought to be a place where, uh, where, where we are be coming into greater light, where we're walking into greater truth, and as a result, it requires change on our part. If, that, if we never change, then why did we come to church? I mean, if it's not going to require something of us and... and, 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 and uh, uh, help us move from where we are to where we need to be, then why come? I think we need to be here because God wants us to increase. He wants us to learn. He wants us to grow. And so I I think there's some areas that we all need to grow in. And so I'm going to take Mark chapter 6. Many of you are familiar with Mark 6. And uh, this is Jesus. He, He went into his hometown and he couldn't do anything mighty. He couldn't do any mighty works there. And there were some things that he wanted to do. I think there's things that he wants to do in our lives. I think there's things that he wants to do through our lives. But, but he can't do anything mighty because of some things that are preventing him from working through us. And, and so I'm going to take this, and I, I hope that when we walk away that uh, we're encouraged and we're strengthened and we're empowered and and we're, we're, we've enlarged the, our works, and we're ready to go and, and be used by God in a very mighty way. Mark 6, verse 1, we'll start there. It says, Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. 
And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, are and are not his sisters with us? So they were offended at him. They were offended. And it goes on to say, And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he lay his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. Here's what I'm going I'm to start out with. One of the reasons that we are limited in our, in our lives, limited in enlarging our, our works, is because of some factors that I want to give you. And the first factor is the judgmental factor. That many of us, all of us actually, all of us uh, can become or are, or are very judgmental. And I'm, 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 yeah, I mean, we're judgmental of people, and, and I've been marked before. I, I talked to somebody from another, another state today, and, and this guy was talking about his past, and, and all of us have a past. He, he's been, you know, he's a great guy, wonderful guy. Uh, he's been incarcerated, and, 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 you know, in his past. And I always say this through those that are going through our growth track, uh, because we ask uh, people to have a background check. And I said, the only difference between those that are incarcerated and me is they got caught. I didn't. That's the only difference. And, uh, and I know some of you, you know, you've not been there before. Maybe you've, you've, you've led a pretty decent life. But I did some ugly, nasty things that I should have been incarcerated for a lot of different reasons. I really did. And, uh, and so, so anyhow, he was talking about, he was talking about, you know, his past and, and, uh, and job and how, you know, it comes up and he has to, you know, and it's marked him. And I said, you know what? I said, we're, we're all marked. I said, I, I got people in our church that, you know, because they're around me, they see some things and they see things in the flesh and, and I get marked all the time. And I'm not going to limit, be limited by it. I'm not going to allow people's opinion of me limit me. Uh, I may be limited in their life because Jesus was limited in their life because of how they judged him. Isn't this, you know, Joseph's son? Isn't this Mary's son? And isn't isn't his brothers here? And isn't his sisters here? I mean, who's this? Who's this guy? judgmental very judgmental judged him and and as a result it limited jesus in their life and so i if if i'm limited i'll be limited in people's life when we when we are marked by somebody through just a judgmental spirit does that make sense am i making sense okay now here's what here's what i want to say we're talking about enlarging our works the works that Jesus did, then we're, we're to do because we're believers. Here's where a lot of people go wrong. 
And why there's not greater works or great works or works at all, really, many, many people not uh, doing the works of Christ is because of you being judgmental of yourself. You're your worst critic. I guarantee you, you're you're the hardest on you. And it's preventing, it's preventing Christ from working through you because of the way that you see yourself. That's right. And you've got to make a change in your life if you're going to accomplish what God wants you to accomplish. I had to. For years, I didn't like who I was. I, I, and it was just because I kept looking at myself in, in the flesh. And I was identifying myself with the flesh. Well, the flesh opposes God's. It, it's at enmity with God. It, it, you operate in the flesh, you're, you're going to oppose God. But I'm, I, I had to come to a place where I needed to identify with Christ and who I am in the Spirit. Who I, I've, I've become born again. I have become a new creature in Christ Jesus. I am no longer that old, sinful, uh, devilish, person but i am now a brand new person created in the image of jesus christ and so now if i'm going to judge myself i'm going to judge myself after after the spirit in in the spirit and who i am in christ jesus is that making sense and there are far too many people the reason why i mean they'll you 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 ask them to step out and do something for christ guess what they do they judge themselves immediately saying i can't do it it's it's impossible and and god differs with that he says if you are a believer the works that i have done you can do if you are a believer that qualifies you so it qualifies you and so you got to quit judging yourself in the flesh. Is that making sense? Okay, so we see that. We need to, we need to make sure that we understand. We need to understand 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Man, that, that's exciting. And so for years, I didn't like myself. For years, I criticized myself. I was my worst critic. And I still blow it. I still mess up. But you know what? I had to, I had to come to a point where I realized in the flesh, I'm going I'm to falter. I'm going I'm to falter if I wa- operate in the flesh. That's why it's so important to walk in the Spirit and have an a, a intimate relationship where we're, uh, where we're focused on Him and focused on the things of the Spirit so that we're walking in the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit continually, day after day, moment after moment. We need to stay filled in, with the Spirit. Right. Amen? So that's the first thing that I see out of Mark chapter 6 is that we have a tendency to be judgmental towards ourselves. Obviously, we, we can be towards others. And if we want the flow of God happening, see, I, I see it. And, and I'm going to stick with this for just a moment. There's times where I just want to minister. I feel like I'm supposed to be speaking into a person's life or people's life. Definitely, definitely our church, definitely our team. And sometimes I, I feel like I hit a wall. And let me tell you what that wall is. It's judgment. It's, it's uh, somebody being judgmental and there's been a wall that's being thrown up 
And that's what I'm running into. And as, as a result, it hinders the flow of God, the power of God flowing. And, man, I, and then on the other hand, there's others that have great respect for me or whatever. And there's just a constant flow, man. It's just, a, it's just like never-ending flow. And it's like, man, we could sit there and we could talk forever and ever and ever. And it's just a, man, there's just a back and forth. And it's a mutual exchange. And there's a great flow. And we just see God doing great things. And, it, and I see that people are hindered because they have that same judgmental attitude in their life instead of having that open flow in their life. Mark chapter 6. It says, and I'm going to go to the second area. I'm going I'm to read this to you. So the first one's judgmental. The second one that limits us in enlarging our works is familiarity. The familiarity factor. Mark 6, it says, Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. This is something I want to just warn you about uh, with other people, no doubt. Uh, The more you get familiar with somebody, the more that you, not always, but you can, the more that you dishonor them. Because you see, you see things, and we need to respect people. We need to. I, I tell you, I work at it because I know the 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 harm that it can bring. I want I want God's flow coming to me. I, I know we're the body. I don't have all the answers. I I know that there's things that that's supplied from every part of the body that I need to receive from, regardless of who it is, regardless of where they've been, what they've done. There's, there's something that every part of the body supplies according to Scripture. Familiarity can keep that and prevent that from happening. We can become so familiar with something that we quit valuing it. And when we quit valuing it, then we quit receiving the value from it. And that's, and, and that's the body. Okay, here's, here's, here's the picture here. That can happen with you. You are so familiar with yourself that you quit valuing yourself and therefore you quit receiving value from yourself. And guess what? This, and, and others don't receive the value either. We've got to make some adjustments. We've got to make some changes. I know, you know, we all know that uh, we, we're a work in progress this is, this is something that I came to grips with a long time ago. As long as I have a pure heart, as long as I'm wanting to please God, then I know that, that even if I make a mistake, as long as I'm moving with God, that God can, he can get me back in, on, on course where I need to be. But I just need to keep moving with God. But the moment I start rebelling... The moment I start rebelling and going my own direction, when you know what rebellion is, right? It's when you know what to do and you choose to do the other, and you just keep doing the other. That's rebellion. 
you know, you, we all can falter. We can all sin and we can fall short in that we know what to do. And in, in the weakness of a moment, uh, you, maybe you're tired or, you know, you've been working all day and, and your wife says something that she shouldn't say and, and you just snap back and you jump down her throat, you know, and, 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 and you know, right away or at least pretty quick, you go back and you apologize. That's not rebellion. It says you fell in a, in a time of weakness and you got right back up. Rebellion is when you keep doing it and you just don't care. That's rebellion. And you just, you just keep doing something that you know that is not pleasing to God. Are we getting somewhere? Okay. So I'm not talking about you knowing your, you know, some areas in your life. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you're so familiar with yourself that you, you see that you keep falling down, but you know your heart wants to do right. And you just get right back up. I had to come to grips that I'm a work in progress. That I know that I'm going to make some mistakes and I'm going to do some things that are just not pleasing to God. But I know, that, I know that I can always go to him. His mercies are new every morning. Why, are there, why is God's mercies new every morning? Because we need them. We need the mercy of God. And that, let me just say this. That's why we shouldn't be extremely judgmental. That's why we shouldn't be judgmental of others. Because we, we got our own issues. We do. We need to quit. We need to quit. I, I, I remember I had a team member years ago, years and years ago. This team member... Uh, if you got, if you cross this team member, uh, and you, and you, and this person didn't like it, this person would write you off. I mean, they just kind of give you the cold shoulder. And, and, it, I, and I brought that person in. I said, you cannot be doing this. Don't be doing that. You, and, and it's, you know, and we're all, you know, I, I was pretty rough back then, too. And, uh, you know, I didn't write people off, but I could sure jump down your throat, and you know it. And and so, you know, I, I, I had my own issues. But I just said, you can't be doing that. You you can't write people off. You cannot do that. And so, so anyway, let's not be so familiar with our our issues that we don't realize that God's... You know that God's not—he—he's he, not through with you. That He can take your imperfections and still use you. He can still use you wherever you're at. And man, I'm I, our church is an empowering church. We empower people to do the works of God. We—we we really do. That's what our small groups are all about. That I, I'm just so—I'm so pleased to see our people rising up and. And moving out, even though they know they have issues. So you got issues. So you got issues. I said, so you got issues. <laughs> All right? The thing is, don't stay in those issues. Grow out of them. Get past them. Don't sit there and rebel. Just get, get through them. And, and let's have some victory. And, and quit being so familiar with yourself that you write yourself off. That you just say, how can God use me? Well, he can. He can. 
He can definitely use you. You've been created. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Good works. God wants to do some good works through us. Let me give you this last thought and I'll bring it to a close. Mark chapter 6 verse 5 and 6 and it says he can do no mighty work there except that he lay his hands on a few sick people and healed them and he marveled because of their unbelief. The, the third factor and last factor I want to talk about tonight is uh, the disbelief factor. We just don't believe it. We have a hard time believing that God could do great things through us. That if you pray for the sick, the sick might get healed. You have a hard time. You have a hard time that God's going to give you something to say to somebody else that's going to be life-changing in their life. There's some too much disbelief. We need to, we need to, be, uh, we need to be schooled in the Word of God to know that God wants to use us and believe it and act on it. See, it, it, nothing happens until you act. It's when you, when you act on it that you, you begin to see things happen. You've got to take a step. And so I'm commissioning you. I'm commissioning you to step out and start acting on God's word. God puts something in your heart. It may just be a little nudge. You act on it. Amen. Call that person. There's been many times that I've had this little something, something inside in my knower just to, 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 to call somebody. I have no clue what I'm going to say. No clue. No clue. Okay, so I, I just take that step. I pick up that phone and I call them. Once I call them, it starts to flow. There's just, it, there, it begins to, it, there, I, it, I, because I took that first step, the next step was, uh, was, was opened up. And so we just start taking steps. And, and, and if you'll follow what God wants you to do, you'll see what God wants to do through you. You'll begin to experience it. It'll begin to be enlarged in your life. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot sit still any longer we've got to move out and be the body there's far too many people that need to be reached there's far too many people that need to be helped and it's not just me it's not just my responsibility it's not just the pastor's responsibility it's not just the department leader's responsibilities it is our all of our responsibilities if we are a believer These signs shall follow those that, not disbelief, but those that believe. And the Bible says that, and Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, he says, if if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. All things. And so, today's little message is to stir you. But I want you to bow your heads and your hearts for just a moment. Because I'm going to ask God to do something in your heart. I'm going to ask him to do something in your life. I'm going to ask him to to put somebody in your heart right now. 
that needs you. That needs the touch that comes from you. Maybe it's somebody that he's already been dealing with you about. And today it's just confirmation. You just, you just need to follow through. I, I don't know what it is. But I'm, I'm believing that God's going to use us. I don't, I don't think that he gave me this message so it, that it would just be something good to hear, but I believe it's because there's something great that he wants to do through us. And so, Father, I just ask,